it's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, it is. Coming to you live from the 903. We are down at KTBB Studios in Tyler, Texas, for a big Friday episode of Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. It is Veterans Day, and uh, we're going to try and honor the veterans by getting the people who count the votes in this country, you know, the democracy they fought for, to speed it up a little bit. It is a nutty day, and the champ is riled up. Andy Biggs is going to be here. You're going to hear from Jenny and Lincoln Fela. And most importantly, we're going to hear from you in this audio safe space for cool people. It is 888-788-9910, the phone number. The rules stay the same even when we travel on this program. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. We don't care. All we ask is that you don't be a Happy Friday, everybody. And I am happy to confirm that I am still alive, just barely. The Texas hospitality kicked in the second we got here. We pulled into the parking lot. They were just firing spare ribs at us out of a T-shirt gun. Boom, pow, bang. Jenny put on the wipers. There's sauce everywhere. It was a mess. And then we got inside, and I'm not kidding. They made us a homemade margarita machine, a homemade margarita machine, which is amazing uh, if you don't have a three-hour radio show to do. Uh, But if you do have a three-hour radio show to do, uh, it's going to get a little dicey. So buckle up, kids, Uh, 888-788-9910 if you want to sing along. Uh, And we begin the show very quickly with a couple of quick shout-outs. I will save the biggest one for last. Uh, But the Museum of Broadcasting in Kilgore, Uh, down the road from where we are in Tyler, hosted us last night to celebrate the 75th anniversary of KTBB. 75 years this glorious station has been on the air, which is significant because that's the same amount of time it takes to count votes in one of our national elections these days. So there's an interesting parallel there. But happy birthday to KTBB. And anyone in the Texas area or not in the Texas area, the the amount of incredible story and history and technology that you can take in at the Museum of Broadcasting is nothing short of stunning. They even had an old-school Atari. So Lincoln was playing some Pac-Man like it was 1982 on an Atari. And it was pretty rad. Uh, the crowd was amazing. Of course, everything they do here at KTBB is, you know, first class. It's be above and beyond. This isn't one of those, you know, everybody gets a trophy, gold medals. This is a well-earned gold medal. So a shout-out to them as well. And, uh, of course, we shout out the veterans. Today is Veterans Day, as you know. The reason I have as much perspective as I do about how fortunate we are to live in this country is because I grew up in Levittown, New York, which was the biggest World War II settlement, post-World War II settlement for American GIs returning home from the war. Okay, guys who fought for this country, the greatest generation, the ones who saved Private Ryan. So this current generation of whiny brats who watch Private Ryan on Netflix can complain about everything in the country. We uh, today are saluting the greatest generation and every generation since that has given so much, including their lives, to give us the freedoms we so cherish, at least on this show anyway. And, of course, to protect this country and the democracy, which i got to be honest with you, man, this is ridiculous. What's going on right now in Arizona? What's going on in Nevada? Hello. We voted on Tuesday. States with four times the population of Nevada got their votes done that day. 
that day. Correct the mundo. Okay, we're sitting here right now with a state like Nevada telling us, oh, well, it's going to take at least till next week. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yo, that's, there's no excuse for that. And if you're going to get out and lecture us about, you know, threats to democracy and how dare anybody question the legitimacy of our elections. Yo, if you want people to feel better about the legitimacy of our elections, speed up the count. This is inexcusable, what's going on, one way or the other. And this is where the country, being as divided as it is, really blows it for its own sake. And what I mean by that is we live in such a hyperpartisan time that everybody is a prisoner of the moment. And they think, well, if this is good for me in this moment, woo, it must be good for me long term. That's, you know, look at that. We're going to be great here. That's not how it works. And I'll give you a couple examples. Do you remember back in the day when Twitter kicked Trump off of Twitter? They're like, ah, Trump's got to go. Trump's not welcome here anymore. What did everybody on the left say? Hey, 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 Twitter's a private company. Twitter can do whatever they want. So you guys can shut up if they want to kick Trump off. Okay, great. Fast forward a couple of months. Twitter sells itself to Elon Musk. What does everybody on the left who says they're a private company and can do whatever they want say now? Losing their minds. Completely melting down because everybody's a prisoner of the moment. And I make that analogy because right now is they're dragging on. I mean, I assume they're just counting on fingers and toes. I have no excuse for a state with 7 million people to need over a week to count votes. There is no excuse. But stick with me. Nobody on the left is complaining. Why? Because they think this is helping their candidates. Bingo. Okay, great. So in this moment, hooray. We don't need to count the votes in a timely fashion because it's going to help our guy win. It's going to help our guy, you know, gal win, whatever the heck it may be. Okay, but understand if we get to a place where a red state has a Republican candidate who is trailing by 5,000 votes, but then lo and behold, we drag the vote count out for eight days, and wouldn't you know it, he found the go-ahead votes. Everyone on the left is going to lose their mind. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. I mean, lose their mind. Yo, this isn't good for anybody. You have to get past this whole thing of like, well, we just got to beat the Republicans or we got to own the libs, bro. None of this matters. We are all on the same team. Stop thinking like I'm your enemy because I vote differently than you. Stop thinking anybody is your enemy if they vote differently. It's not how this is supposed to work. Okay, this is being done in Nevada and Arizona to the detriment of every one of us. And I'm going to give you something because it's being done shamelessly. And they're doing so because they don't care what the other people think. What I mean by that is Bill Gates from Maricopa County, not the Bill Gates who told you to get vaccinated because you'd never get COVID as long as you were vaccinated. Wrong. Okay, but not that Bill Gates. The other Bill Gates in Maricopa County is telling us this is standard to take this long. Here it is, clip two. Why is it taking the amount of time it's taking? A lot of people are talking about this. Well, first of all, it's very standard. This is how things work in Arizona and have for decades. And this is due in part because of mail-in voting and Recorder Richard's gonna talk about that more. But I told this group uh, that we anticipated 90 to 95%, or sorry, 95 to 99% of the ballots to be counted by Friday. That's tomorrow. But I'm here to tell you the goalposts have changed. That is balderdash and hogwash and mm-hmm. Yo, the, wait, what? I'm here to tell you that the goalposts have changed? Dude. That's a scam. There is no world. Again, 
where they can't count the votes, such a much smaller amount of votes than they do in states like Texas and Florida, if they want to count these votes right now, if they want to count them right away, here's a news flash for you. They can. They totally can. And that's the scam of this moment. These people, I'm not saying they're stealing it because I don't have that proof. I'm a responsible broadcaster. But at a time when there's so much cynicism, at a time when we are voting in such an unprecedented manner, at a time when we are honoring the veterans who laid down their lives so we could have these freedoms, so we could have this democracy, the people counting the votes right now are making a mockery, a mockery of what veterans did for this country. They're making a mockery of the process that's supposed to elect our leaders and engender buy-in amongst the winning side and the losing side. Now, again, people on the left don't care because they think this helps them. Well, who cares? What do you mean? Let it take three months. If we come out on ahead, that's good for us. It's not good for you. Do you understand? The shoe always switches feet. Everybody is a prisoner of the moment right now. I said this about Twitter. Well, Twitter, it's great. Look, the big tech oligarchs can censor our stuff. Okay, great. And what happens when they can't? Are you okay with that now? Of course you're not. Okay, they are losing their mind on the left. But let me give you a little more Bill Gates out in Maricopa County, where all the votes seem to be coming from for Katie Hobbs, where the votes for Mark Kelly seem to have knocked off Blake Masters. Again, this is something people have a very hard time buying into. And I'm not telling you straight up I have some kind of proof and I know that, nah, I'm just telling you we deserve better. I'm just telling you when you look at states like Texas and Florida that bang this thing out in one night. Okay, you know what people go to bed thinking in Texas on election night? You know what they think when te- Texas election night, you're down here in, in, in East Texas? Okay, it's 1030 at night. You know what they're thinking as they go to bed? Am I going to get a breakfast taco from Rudy's or am I going to get a breakfast taco from Torchy's? He knows what he's talking about. That's what they're thinking about when they go to bed. Okay, if you voted on election night in Arizona, you voted on election night in Nevada, as you go to bed, you're like, honey, what are you doing three weeks from Friday? I'm going to sit down, maybe make some wings, get a couple of beers, and we'll watch the election results roll in. I'm telling you, there's no way, there's no way for this to be acceptable in any world for either party. Here's more of this Bill Gates garbage clip three. First of all, I do not believe that what happened yesterday can fairly be called incompetence or corruption in any way. Did we have some issues? Yes, we did have issues with people trying to put ballots into the tabulators yesterday in about 20 percent, at the high point, about 20 percent of our vote centers. But we were able to address that issue by the early afternoon. And here's the key point for everyone to keep in mind. People who showed up yesterday at the polling places with a valid ID, we do require ID to vote in this state. If they showed up with that and they voted yesterday, that vote has already been counted or it is going to be counted. So that is the key issue. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's not the key issue. Okay, think of where we are in the state of Arizona. It's election day. We're coming off one of the most contentious elections of our lifetime, which is 2020. The people who spent three years telling you 2016 was stolen are now ready to, you know, condemn people to life in prison for saying 2020 was stolen. A little bit of a double standard, but stick with me. With all of this going on, Election Day 2022 hits us. And what does Arizona do? Oh, sorry, uh, 30 percent of the voting machines aren't working. 
we had some type of an issue with the printer settings. We're going to have to call a timeout and here in the biggest county, everybody's going to need a little time to regroup. And does that engender confidence in the electoral vote count? The answer would be no. Okay, and now that it's all jammed up, we get a guy that gets out in front of the microphone with a straight face and goes, no, no, it always takes a while. It takes months. We know it's a long time. We said it was going to be 95% of the votes would be in. Then we just need a few more days. But now we've moved the goalpost for reasons we're not going to share with you. Does that engender confidence in the legitimacy of the vote? The answer would be no. So, again, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not a conspiracy lunatic. I am reaching out to Democrats right now. I am saying to you, hey, as your American teammate, you shouldn't be okay with this. Even if you win, you should you stop playing the short game. And that's what everyone does. We live in a world where everybody is a prisoner of the moment because the news cycle is so omnipotent now. It's in your phone. You're watching it on a TV in the back of a taxi. You're staring at it on the wall. If you go to a urinal in a nice bar, they got the TVs. On. You never escape the news cycle anymore. And for that reason, everybody thinks so short term. The moment we're living in is the only moment we'll ever know. So, oh, well, these long elections, you know, they're helping out the Democrats. So this is the only thing we're ever going to know when it comes to long elections. Wrong. Dude, can you imagine if Florida, led by a guy like Ron DeSantis, took two weeks to count votes and all the Republicans won? Do you know what the Democrats would be saying about the guy in charge of the election. He should be behind bars. Dude, they'd want to hang him in public. And that's the real problem. Okay, it's Veterans Day. Millions of men, millions of men fought for these freedoms, fought to protect this democracy. I grew up around a lot of them. Levittown was the home, as I said, of hundreds of thousands of American GIs returning home from war. That's what they did. They came home with the GI Bill. They bought a Levitt cape put up an above-ground pool, drank a lot of cheap beer. Okay, I grew up around a lot of old men. You should never make a sudden move around. Heaven forbid somebody has a flashback. <laughs> You're getting punched in the face. <laughs> you could be 10. You are getting punched in the face. I have been there. I have done that. But the point is, okay, every one of these men who fought for these freedoms deserve a lot better than they're getting out of Arizona and they're getting out of Nevada. They call it Election Day for a reason, you jackasses. Not done counting on election day. More mail and votes are on the way. Looks like the Dems are screwed, Dems are screwed, but they'll say. Must keep counting on election day. across america with jimmy Fallon. we'll be right back from the fox news podcasts network i'm ben dominich fox news contributor and editor of the transom.com daily newsletter and i'm inviting you to join a conversation every week it's the ben dominich podcast subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com it is fox across america with your main man jimmy Fallon. we are down here in east texas 
And I'm going to be doing a live meet and greet at Papacitas in Longview today at 3 p.m. We get off the air. We're heading down to Longview, and it's going to be a rowdy one. So if you're in the area, come hang out. I'm really fired up for that. However, I am not fired up, sadly, to report that comedian Gallagher, who was a bit of an icon here in this country, uh, sadly has passed away. Uh, Unfortunately, I was told that due to the high inflation under Biden uh, hitting fruit prices, uh, he did wind up killing himself, which is very unfortunate. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Oh, come on. What's a... What's a comedian's death if you can't joke about it? Gallagher was an icon. He printed money. He really did. He got so big at his peak that his brother was touring as him. There was a Gallagher 2, and they were doing that many live dates and smashing all kinds of fruit and making all kinds of money. But right now, the big comedy, the big comedy is out in Arizona. Okay, here's the rest of the Bill Gates. Bill Gates, the Maricopa County supervisor. Okay, I played you his clips at the top of the show. It's supposed to take this long. What's the big deal? I don't know why you guys are all so worked up about this. That's what he's telling us. What an idiot. Here is Marco Rubio pretty much saying so. He walks us through Florida's vote count process, something that gives you a lot more faith in what's going on. Here's clip six. A voter in Florida, when you vote, you know your vote's been counted. You can go online and check to make sure your ballot's been received and it's been counted. I mean, there's almost a month period for mail ballots. They have to be in by a certain date. Depending on the size of the county, most counties uh, have almost two weeks of early voting. And then we have an election day process. But we knew the night of the, before they had even announced the vote amount, you know, who got what, we already knew by 7.05, because of the transparency, how many votes have been cast in the state. Think about that. They knew By the time they went to bed in Florida, everything they needed to know. Okay, if you're down here where I am in Texas, you're talking about 29 million people. 29 million people went to bed. They knew who won. They knew every key race. They even knew the upsets. And you're going to tell me with a straight face, we're supposed to wait eight days, ten days? (laughs) I'm telling you, it's garbage. And it's, listen, I wanted to make the point. We have a lot of news to get to today. But this is a show that brings people together. Okay, granted, it usually happens in rehab because we're doing some hard living on Fox Across America. My word. They just got me a margarita maker down here at KTBB. It is, an, it is a power margarita maker. Okay, you plug it in, you pour in the booze, you dump in the ice, you got a lifetime supply of margaritas on tap. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Well, it's the only way I'm going to go through life if I keep hanging out with these Texans who have no idea what the difference is between hospitality and a hazing ritual. I love you all. I am a glutton for your punishment. And, yes, I will be doing a live meet and greet in Longview today, 3 p.m. at Papacitas. But right now I'm just going to hold the country together for a few hours. Andy Biggs is coming by. Jenny Fela, Lincoln Fela coming by, radio's first fan. Going to spend a little time with you right here on the big, bad, one and only Fox Across America. Fox Across America presents Great Moments in Presidential History. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down this wall. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing.
Good goodness. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We are live in East Texas at KTBB Studios. And, yes, the guy in the White House right now is, uh, oh, my, I don't even know how to put it into words. Biden is such a disaster. Okay, another bad effort out at the podium yesterday and, you know, talking about democracy and everything. I mean, he's just, you know. What an idiot. Really tough to watch this guy lead the country because you can see how overwhelmed this administration is with things like inflation and the border and everything in between. And one of the frustrations in the GOP right now, the reason you see so much hair pulling, and I want to be very clear, is the Republicans had a good night in the midterms. They fired Nancy Pelosi. They took back control of the House and they got rid of Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is a total dingbat. So that alone is addition by subtraction. But the reason you're hearing so much hysteria is twofold. One, they did underachieve. You know, historically, the incumbent party always loses big in the midterms. But when you look at a president with an approval rating as low as Biden's, I mean, understand, Biden's number is not bad. It's disastrous. Okay, for an incumbent party in the midterms. And when you look at how the top three issues so overwhelmingly favored Republicans, it's hard to come away from those midterm results feeling like Republican voters got as much bang for the buck as possible. So we've got that frustration coupled with the fact that out in Arizona, Election Day has become Election Month and out in Nevada, it's become Election Year, which, again, is completely ridiculous. And then we have all of the Trump chaos where he is, you know, the old adage is you don't pee inside the tent. OK, Trump, for all intents and purposes, I mean, I take no joy in saying this. He is basically going number two inside the tent. I want everybody to understand because you've heard some criticism of Trump on this show and some of you had a very adverse reaction to it. Like, oh, you rhino nut job. How dare you turn on Trump? Uh, understand. Okay, I qualified this yesterday on the show, and I will continue to qualify it going forward. I think Trump's policies are exponentially better than any Democrat you could possibly throw on the ticket. Okay, but understand, in order to get those policies enacted, you need to win the election. And there's a lot more people, okay, who hate Trump than there are who like him. So the reason I've been having this discussion about 2024 is because he started this discussion about 2024 by announcing that he pretty much planned to run next week. Let me tell you the plan inside Trump world. I know everybody there. Okay, I know everybody who spent election night with him watching the returns down at Mar-a-Lago. They thought, as did the Democrats, that the Republicans were going to win everything known to man. And because they expected to wake up in a new world where they controlled the Senate and the House – with clear majorities, okay, Trump, wanting to take claim to a lot of that success, had planned to announce sooner rather than later because, of course, he wanted to capitalize on the momentum, say it's because of Trump and Biden's so bad. Well, unfortunately, we didn't get the result we wanted. Main reason why, just to be clear, is not Trump's fault, okay? Did Trump's key candidates underachieve? Yes, okay, Fetterman should be able to beat uh, should lose to anybody, should lose to you, should lose to me. Fetterman should lose to my dog Bixby, going away after that debate performance. Part of the reason he didn't is, you know, most of the people in that election voted before they saw his debate. But to be clear, even after the Fetterman debate, which we all said was a disaster, we felt really bad for Fetterman when we watched the guy. Okay, we genuinely felt bad. I mean, you can't mock his health. You can joke about things, but the reality is there. But for the grace of God, go I. So you try to be tactful. But understand, when Fetterman had what you and I saw with our own two eyes to be a disastrous debate performance, the poll numbers, the poll numbers themselves, they didn't move. 
That can't be good. And you know what that means? That means Dr. Oz was a lousy candidate. Correct the mundo. And Dr. Oz was only appointed because of Trump, so naturally people are laying a little bit of blame at the feet of Trump because it seems like the people who got the nomination, the people who lost the key races, okay, were the ones who kissed his butt the most. So that left a lot of people a little sore towards Trump. But I want to be very clear. This is not the blame Trump show. I don't want to get you mad at Trump. If Trump runs as a Republican, I'm going to vote for him. So don't go nuts. Don't, you know, tell me you're never listening again. Stop it. Be an adult. Okay? But understand, the real issue we're having in this moment, okay, is that Republican leadership as a whole, okay, yes, Trump's candidates underperformed. You can't debate me on that. When you got, when you, when your guy, the guy you say is the guy, goes out and loses to a guy who not only had a stroke, but sadly looks like he's having a stroke every time he opens his mouth, okay, you're supposed to win that election. Okay, but understand who else is to blame. It is Republican leadership. And that's why there's all hell breaking loose. Marco Rubio just tweeted a few minutes ago that they have to postpone the GOP leadership vote. Properly vet everybody who's put themselves up for leadership positions like McCarthy so they can properly vet people like McConnell, who, oh, by the way, didn't invest any money in the key battleground races. That's just how white folks will do you. Let's talk about some races where the Republicans are in either lost or in real big trouble. Arizona. Mitch McConnell, that Republican war chest, they spent $9 million on, on Blake Masters. Do you know what the Democrats spent on Kelly? $73 million. $73 million the Democrats invested in that battleground race. $9 million the Republican leadership invested on their end. Okay, and let's be clear. They have the money. It's not because they don't have the money. It's because they put it where they wanted to. Okay, Georgia, Herschel Walker, the Republicans invested $32 million in Herschel Walker. You know what the Democrats invested in Raphael Warnock? $76 million, a two-and-a-half-to-one advantage for the Democrat. Let's go to Nevada. Laxalt gets $12 million from the Republican Party. Cortez Masto gets $47 million from the Democrats, not to mention all the money they spent on the people counting the votes for them. <laughs> Up in New Hampshire, Don Bolduc got $2 million. Most of it was from the Democrat Party, who wanted to nominate him as an extremist because they thought he was beatable. $36 million went to Hassan, $36 million to $2 million. meaning cocaine Mitch McConnell really let down the party. Get him out of here. Get him out. So don't anybody think I'm just getting on Jimmy Basher now? No, I'm not. But understand at the same time, I don't owe Trump anything. I don't owe him my loyalty just because. I really appreciate that he was a disruptor to the system. Okay, we needed this. We needed this level of efficiency in Washington. We'd never seen it prior to Trump. The reason there's so much unrest at Biden dragging his feet and at the Democrats running the country into the ground is because at the very least, we've woken up to the reality that something needs to change in this country and it needs to change fast. So Trump deserves all the credit in the world for that. But it doesn't mean he's just entitled to take the nomination going forward, especially not when he's blowing up the Republican Party the way he is. Because understand, Trump is hurting the Republican chances for carrying that Senate race down in Georgia. Why? Because the people of Georgia don't like him. Okay? Brian Kemp won without doing anything with Trump. DeSantis won this time around without doing anything with Trump. Glenn Youngkin in Pennsylvania won, excuse me, in Virginia won without doing anything publicly with Trump. And you can tell me Trump endorsed them in the past and it helped. I'm not denying that. But there's a difference between Trump's popularity in the Republican Party then and Trump's popularity in the Republican Party now. 
Okay, and I can tell you there's a real big difference. When you start to see him getting criticized publicly, okay, and he's getting openly criticized publicly by Republican lawmakers. Paul Gleiser, who sat in for me yesterday, was interviewing James Comer from District 1 in Kentucky. And Comer was open to the fact that Trump might not be the guy. Okay, Winsome Sears, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, woman who rode Glenn Youngkin's coattails. This is what she said yesterday. Someone who supported Trump in the past. You understand there's a difference. This is what she said yesterday about whether or not she could support Trump going forward. And to be clear, this is before Trump just went out and bashed Governor Glenn Youngkin. I'll read you that in a second. Here it is, clip 20. I could not support him. I, I just couldn't because we have seen, for example, in those states where he has endorsed uh, the candidates, in fact, Republicans on the same ticket who he did not endorse overperformed, whereas his candidates totally underperformed by as much as 10 points. We have a clear mission, and it is time to move on. Uh, get her out. Get her out of here. I'm sure he'll be posting a truth social tweet about her any second now, trashing her too, like he did everybody else in the party. The point I was trying to make every day this week, okay, is the Republicans underachieved in the midterms, but the midterms are, for all intents and purposes, over, you know, once they count those votes and we have the runoff down in Georgia. The reason we're talking about Trump so much is not because we're trying to pin all of the blame for the midterms at his feet. It's because the, the general election is upon us. Like it or not, that's where the calendar is. Like it or not, Trump according to everybody inside Trump world, plans to announce next Tuesday, a full month before the special election down in Georgia, that he is running for the 2024 nomination. That's stupid. Use your common sense. It doesn't make me anti-Trump to point that out to you. If you care about this country, as do I, then you probably believe conservative principles are the ones we need in the White House. If you grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh, then I don't doubt for a second you believe in your heart of hearts that conservative leadership is what we need in the White House. Understand that being the case, you need to figure out the best way to get that conservative leadership into the White House. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. Here is the Trump situation that you need to understand. I get it. A lot of you listening, you love Trump. Trump's the guy. Trump's a big middle finger to the establishment. Woo! I love it. Great. But 65% of the country doesn't approve of him. So no matter how much you like him, I could tell you I love, I love him. Great. No, I spray tan every day now because I love him that much. Okay, whatever you think. The point is you can't win the election without convincing a large percentage of those 65% to come your way. And I got to be honest with you. There's no world where you're going to be able to do that. The people who hate Trump hate him as a lifestyle. Most of them hate him. So they don't have to look inward at the things they hate about themselves. What can I tell you, kid? You're right. When you're right, you're right. When you're right. So you understand they're not going to stop. There's nothing you can say to them. Hey, Biden sucks. The border's bad. Crime, inflation. They're never going to turn around and say to you, you got me. I'm on your side now. That's not going to happen. And what's making this even harder for the Republican Party and for the people like myself who believe in conservative principles is Trump is now trying to take down the other conservatives. He is doing damage to the conservative side. He's imploding right now. Inflation and everything in between that had paved the way for what looked like a very winnable night for Republicans blew up in our faces because a lot of Trump's candidates who are considered extremists simply because they're associated with him, they lost. 
Okay, you might like those candidates better. You may think the Democratic policies suck. But again, it's not about you. It's about them. So this is not a Trump bash. Okay, this is just a good old fashioned reality check. And the reality right now has Trump training all of his fire inside the Republican tent. Listen to this. This is disgusting. Trump writes a truth social post. Youngkin. Talking about Glenn Youngkin. In parentheses. Youngkin. Now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? What does that even mean? Youngkin. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? In Virginia, he couldn't have won without me. I endorsed him. Did a very big Trump rally for him telephonically. Got MAGA to vote for him. Or he couldn't have come close to winning. But he knows that and admits it. Besides, having a hard time with the Dems in Virginia, but he'll get it done. Yo, I got to tell you, it's idiotic. Youngkin didn't, didn't campaign with Trump. I don't doubt that Trump endorsed him somewhere and tried to lay claim. But the reason Youngkin won just between you and me is because he ran on local issues. The big issue in Virginia being parental rights and education, that's what Youngkin ran on. He ran on a, on a local, a local, local, local issue, hyperlocal. He didn't run on the 2020 election. He didn't run on any MAGA stuff. And he went out of his way to avoid Trump. He was on my show. He went out of his way to avoid Trump. I'm not saying that because I'm mad at Trump. I'm saying that because I need to have an honest conversation with you. we got two years to go until the election. We can sort this out. But the point is it's going to take some adult work. He also trashed, okay, Ron DeSantis, okay, which is crazy. Keeps calling him a, an average Republican governor with great public relations. Now, stop it. Ron DeSantis has done a phenomenal job. He deserves none of this. But you know what Ron DeSantis is doing right now? He is teaching Donald Trump a master class in the presidential art of not responding to petty attacks and giving the story more life. Has Ron DeSantis said a word about all these Trump attacks? The answer would be no. Because that's what a president's supposed to do. You're supposed to let stuff roll off your back. If you respond to every little petty attack, what does it do? It makes the story bigger, gives it more visibility, takes the focus away from the issues. Again, this is what you need to hear from me. Okay, the Republicans were supposed to win this election in overwhelming fashion. They should be sitting on 235 seats in the House. They should be sitting on 53 seats in the Senate. Part of that is Mitch McConnell not doing his job. Fine. Be mad at him. You should be. Okay, but a big part of it is also Trump. The Trump candidates in the big races didn't win, and they didn't win because people don't like Trump. This is not me telling you I don't like Trump. This is not, I'm a rhino now. Oh, look at old Fox News turning on Trump. This is the thing people need to understand. Fox News is never on Trump's side. That's not our job. Our job is to tell the truth. So when we were defending him during the, the Mueller probe, it's because we knew it was a scam. We were reporting the news accurately and honestly. It creates the illusion that, oh, we must have Trump's back. But think of how many times Trump trashes us when we turn around and don't go his way. Why? Because sometimes the truth is not on his side, at which point we have to choose between our integrity or some blind loyalty to a politician who has no emotional and verbal discipline. Shut up. Okay, that's not the gig. I'm not here trying to get you mad at Trump. You can love Trump to the moon and back. And if Trump runs, you can support him to the moon and back. Gosh knows I will if he's running against Biden. But the point is, if your goal is to get conservative leadership back into the White House, at some point, we're going to need this Donald Trump fella to shut the f up. It's the show that never hits the books. I love the poorly educated. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. First of all, I didn't see it, um, and, uh, and I have to, I, I have to be honest. I've been busy all morning. Um, listen, I, 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 you, you all know me. I do, I do not uh, call people names. I, I uh, really work hard to bring people together, and that's what we're working on. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and I just, that's not the way I roll and not the way I behave. And, uh, and I think, again, this is a moment for us to come together. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. That was Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin refusing to respond to Donald Trump's attacks. And just, you know, a newsflash, man. Okay, if you're ever the president of the United States someday, okay, you don't have to respond to every single thing that happens. That's called, you know, rising to the level of the office and making certain things beneath you. You don't need to be so petty. The point is, I'm calling out Trump on this because he's hurting the Republicans. Forget his chances of getting back in the White House. I'm just telling you this because I care. A lot of you are going to get mad when you hear this. Trump can't get the Republican nomination. Leadership doesn't want him there. And it's not because they're rhinos. It's because they're smart enough to know that if 65% of the country hates somebody, no matter how much the other 35% of the country likes them, it's not enough to get the guy into the White House. That's the problem. Okay, and again, maybe in the next two years, Trump could rehabilitate his image and things could get bad enough under Biden. Not that I could afford to see things get any worse in this country. But what Trump is doing right now in attacking Yunkin, in attacking DeSantis, it's called peeing inside the tent. You're not supposed to do that. And he's only doing it because of his ego. The man can't control himself. Now, I'm not saying this to get you mad. I'm not saying this because, oh, damn Trump. I'm saying this because I genuinely want the Republicans to win. And we can't have a guy damaging their chances two years out. Dude, we're two years from this election. The guy wants to announce he's running next week because he wanted his ego to be able to lay claim to some of the successes the Republicans had in the Senate and the House. Lo and behold, they didn't have those successes. So now we've just got a big bag of cats clawing at each other, and it's stupid. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, it is. We are down in the 903 KTBB in Tyler, Texas, Fox Across America. Your main man, Jimmy Fallon, in the house. Uh, Lucky to be alive. We've been going hard down here, and we're bringing in some backup in this hour. Arizona Representative Andy Biggs is going to join us to explain when his state is going to get their act together and count the damn votes. Uh, It is really frustrating, especially on a day like today, which is Veterans Day, where we honor and salute the troops, the brave men and women who've thrown on this uniform and given so much for our freedoms and for this democracy. I really feel like it's an insult to that legacy and that sacrifice to be sitting here almost a week after the election uh, and still be waiting on results in key battleground races. So we'll talk about that with Biggs, and we'll talk about the Republican Civil War that's going on. Because Marco Rubio tweeted a short while ago that we should postpone all GOP leadership elections until we can figure out who's who, who's loyal, who's committed to doing what they say they're going to do. That's a shot at Kevin McCarthy, and that's a real big shot at Mitch McConnell. He knows what he's talking about. Okay, Republican leadership is part of the reason we were so underwhelmed on election night. Let me be very clear. Again and again and again, it was a good night for the Republican Party. Okay, they got rid of Nancy Pelosi in the House. They can slow down the Biden agenda. That's a really, really big deal. Because as far as that agenda goes, as far, you know... Biden sucks. Okay, Biden's terrible for this country. Really bad. And we need somebody who can dethrone him or whoever the hell the Democratic nominee happens to be. And given the conditions on the ground, it should be an easy one for Republicans. Sadly, it was not in these midterms because there has been a residual effect of January 6th and Trump and everything in between. And people, you know... 
openly shot down all of the big Trump candidates. Herschel Walker maybe could win down in Georgia. But I can tell you right now, if Trump goes down and becomes a part of that, if Trump inserts himself into the conversation before this big election runoff, okay, Republicans are going to lose. I agree with that. Now, understand, I'm not saying I hate Trump. I'm not saying you have to hate Trump. You can love Trump. Trump did a lot of great things. I'm just trying to have a practical conversation with you, which is what we're going to do on the phones here for a minute before Biggs joins us. 888-788-9910. Mike is batting leadoff in Rome, New York. Yo, Mike. Hello. Hey, Jimmy. Hello from Texas, my man. I needed I needed New York backup. They're roughing me up down here. <laughs> Love bad. your show. Love thanks. your show. I'm always listening, and uh, you're you're make me laugh. You know. Oh, thanks. Well, so. I'll stick with the I'll stick with these drugs. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think? Are you, are you following these Trump attacks? This is rough, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I was loyal to the guy. I uh, went to Israelis. I, you know, I brought my kid to to Israelis and uh, put a sign up in my yard. I voted for him twice, but enough's enough. You know, we're not going to win with this guy. You know, he's, it's all about him. It's got to be about the country. And I, I wish him well. He was done wrong. He and was. I don't have any ill will for, towards him, but it's time to move on. And I wish he could see that. And I don't know what he's going to do. He's got all this money raised. I don't know what he's going to do with it. Uh, how it works if if he's not the nominee and uh, you know yeah I don't know I'm the just, answer but you know can, can I tell you something one of the reasons he's getting a lot of criticism within the party is because he didn't spend any of the money he was sitting on a hundred million dollars and he didn't yeah. spend it down ballot he sat on most of it um, he doesn't get to walk away with it that's not quite how it works so that's not the concern you know people you know would wrongly accuse him of that that's not fair but he has operated with his own self-interests at a time when it's really a detriment to the party and maybe even the country because the Republicans have everything going for them in terms of taking back power the only thing they don't have going for them right now is him so it's like you know I think you get it and you know a lot of people who've called into the show get it it's not that we're turning on Trump by any stretch it's all it's, my friends get it. Yeah. All my conservative friends get it. So don't be afraid. I mean, I'm not saying we have to yeah. trash the guy. No. He's been through a lot. He's a tough guy. Yep. He, he took he took some big shots, and no one was there for him. And he had the world against him. And I, I always respect him for that. But it's time. No, I mean, no he question. Just, he let his brand get harmed to the point where it just cannot. I mean, you got to have mm. some friends. He's you got to no look friends. I'll put it. In, I'll put it into. I'll put it into like Trumpian terms. You know how he hated Rosie O'Donnell so much. Let's say right. you and me really, for whatever reason, were really attracted to Rosie O'Donnell, and we wanted to nominate her for Miss Universe, okay? No matter how much we loved her, we were never going right. to convince the rest of the country that she deserves to be Miss Universe. You see what I'm saying? And that's where we find yeah, ourselves agree. with Trump. No matter how much you love him, you're never going to convince 70% of the country that he deserves another crack at it. And now that number's getting he bigger because Republicans are mad. Yeah. Yep. They get it. Well, listen. Yeah, he we, let his. That, yeah. When they, you hear that word Trump, it's just like you said, 65% of the people. I mean, forget about it. Oh, doesn't matter. He could do. He give everyone a million dollars. They're like, what? Trump? See you later. Yep. yep you true know? story. And he allowed what? that to happen. And then he attacks everyone. He has no friends. you got to have a couple friends. It, it would you be know? nice. Well, here's the deal really quick. Uh, you didn't hear this from me, but we're about to announce a date. I'm coming b- back up to Fat Cats in Utica in the winter. I heard. And, uh, yeah. I okay. see you when you're up there. I'm going to come see you. I got to oh, come better. see you. All right, we're gonna eat some. We're gonna eat some Utica greens, maybe some chicken riggies. It's gonna get nuts, man. It's the winter time. It's time to put on some weight. So <laughs> chicken riggy, um, that's right. Now you're talking. Good stuff, Mike. We'll do it again, brother. Uh, Tom is out in the lake of the Ozarks. He knows things. Yo, Tom. Hey, Jimmy. 
Yo. Do they got the boats out of the water in the LOZ, or are they still partying? It was 83 degrees yesterday. You think boats are out of the water? (laughs) No, no way. (laughs) No, you guys never. I mean, I just thought you might take a time out because you had to restock the beer keg or something. But, yeah, I didn't actually think you'd stop boating. No, 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 no. Hey, listen, here's the thing. Trump needs to go to back to college and needs to go to officiating school like a referee. Quit having the uh, rabbit ears, number Mm -hmm. two. Uh, The other thing is, is that... If he's not careful, what's going to happen is uh, Trump may not win the uh, Republican nominee, but yeah. he's going to go to another party, yeah. uh, and we split the vote like they did with Ross Perot, yeah. um, you know, Eli Okoka, and this is not good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, President Biden uh, just needs to, um, you know, retire down in the dungeon and um, let the puppet, you know, pullers just keep on going. But, you know— What's going on? Uh, I think the red wave, absolutely, we should have. It, it just touted so much. Everybody's going, red wave, red wave, red wave. We need to keep our mouth shut next time. Really. Get yeah. out and vote. You know, That's, the Dems are voting. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. saying that they're going to beat us. Republicans, get out there and vote. Quit saying that, oh, we've got this in the bag. We've got this in the bag. Yeah. That's just like the underdog at, at a school football game, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. It's it's fascinating because what what's actually caught up to them is a little bit of what you said, which is overconfidence, uh, a little bit of weak candidates. Uh, McConnell and the leadership didn't spend any money. Trump didn't spend any money. Trump spent sitting on a hundred million. He didn't invest it in any of these candidates, ba- just barely. And then mail-in voting. You know, mail-in voting is a scam because the mm-hmm. Democrats are able to turn out the vote at a much higher level. You know, even when the electorate is apathetic towards their cause. And the fact that we can count votes now for a month, there's no way that's any good for anybody. So I think it was a a combination of things. But knowing that conditions on the ground are so favorable for Republicans, it really is selfish and really reckless of Trump to be picking these fights. You know, we're, you know, three weeks away from a runoff that might control, you know, you know, decide control of the Senate. You can't be doing this, man. You just can't. And it's again like you get it. uh, Last caller got it. Doesn't make us anti-Trump, and we do know that they've done him dirty on a historical level. But yeah. if we're going to win this election, <laughs> you know, we need, we need a candidate people are going to vote for. We we can hey, only vote once. We're Republicans. I'm still I'm still wearing my Trump 2024. And by Good. the way, the reason they haven't got all the votes uh, in uh, Georgia done yet is because of the hanging Chad. <laughs> so nuts, man. So I can't. I can't, man. It's nuts. But, yeah, funny stuff as always, Tom. I'll let you get back into the water. Good work, brother. Barry is out in Los Angeles, California. We love Barry on this show. Barry. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, I don't think you do get it. And this is, I'm <laughs> oh, not, no. don't, don't, don't get me. Barry, hold on. Don't, hold don't on. You're going to get plenty Stop. of time in. Just shut your face, Barry. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hear everything you have to say. I gave you an olive okay. branch. I said we love Barry on the show. I buttered you up, Barry. But when tell me okay. how I don't get it. You, you Again, took my not, olive branch not, and snapped it over your leg. Now tell I'm, me how I don't get it. I, I still love you. I, I'm not defending Trump here. Mm-hmm. However, all the Bushies are instigating all of this. No, they're not. And no, they're it, not. It, 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 nobody it, is it, telling Trump, every, hey, nobody is telling Trump, hey, can you tweet Trump. something about Glenn Youngkin? Can you trash Ron DeSantis? Not the Bushes. Um, this is Trump. What, why, why, did, why did Trump tweet something about Glenn, Glenn Youngkin? Because yesterday because Neil Cavuto had Winston Sears on there saying mm. how Trump was bad for the party. 
Yeah, he why, is. Why did? Why is? Why did? Why is Trump? Why is Trump? Again, I called the other day about Florida. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just been raving about DeSantis, yet they're ba- basically telling Trump to sit on the sidelines. He sat on the sidelines. Again, this is not a defense of Trump. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is people got to understand not only Trump, but at least 10, probably 20 million Trump voters. Mm-hmm. If Trump, if the Republican Party disses Trump like they're mm-hmm. doing right now, mm-hmm. they, they are going to lose 10 to 20 million votes. They, those people. Are they going to vote Democrat like the guy, or are they going like to stay the guy home? I just said earlier. Like mm-hmm. the guy just said earlier, either Trump goes to an independent party or they just won't. They will not vote. Trust me. Then listen, obey, then, then that's them harming the country already last what? week. Mm-hmm. And that's them harming the country. If you say I'm just not going to vote for conservative principles uh, because right. my personal guy didn't win, then they're stupid. They're hurting the country. You're hurting the country. Well, well you know, I, 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 I again, you got you got like you probably have. Five to ten million people who never voted Republican in their life mm-hmm. in two thousand until two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say to them? What do you whoa, say whoa, to whoa. them? What I mean? What do I say to them? I say if they voted You're Republican. If they voted Republican because they believe in conservative principles, then help us find another nominee they, who espouses and follows Repu- through on those principles. They voted Republican because they like Trump. Great. But this is the, the deal. The same, this is the, the deal. Same, the same, great, great, the great, same great, 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 great. Oh, no. Barry, I don't think you realize how many people voted Republican because of Trump that are now sour on Trump because of what he's doing. They've just they're exhausted <laughs> by his ego and his narcissism. And when Trump okay. keeps pointing to how his endorsements helped guys like DeSantis get elected, it's true. But Trump's endorsement in 2018 and Trump's endorsement in 2022 are two totally yeah. different things. Like the yeah, market is completely kaput. You know, so he's yeah. I, I, I'm not arguing that, but oh, so, and, and just for instance here, so it's it's hilarious because because since Tuesday night, all the all the bushies, all the never Trumpers the have been bla- have, have have been blaming Trump for. Can for I tell you what's going on for real? Let me. Let, let, it's not what it is. Let me tell you what it is. No, it's, it's a lot of people. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, because I know you have a theory because uh, I know what it is. I work in media. I know everybody, everybody who's now confident in speaking up about Trump, all of the Republicans who are now openly saying, hey, we got to go the other way. People were, I will admit to you, going into Tuesday night, looking at it as a referendum on Trump. OK, we really hated January 6th. It was bad. And make no mistake about it. Yes, the Democrats challenged the results of an election. And yes, they said it was stolen. No. Okay. They didn't do what Trump did, which was have a rally down the street from the Capitol. I'm not saying he's responsible for the riot because he's not. But the point is that alienated people in a way you don't understand. But the Republicans were giving him Tuesday night. Listen, he appointed all these candidates that liked him and kissed his butt. And of course, they're politicians. They just want power, but they're just as transactional as Trump is. You know, when Trump saw himself losing power, he was willing to throw Mike Pence under the bus. Mike Pence is the only reason Trump was president. Without Mike Pence consolidating evangelical support behind Trump and legitimizing his candidacy, Trump would not have been president. He wouldn't have gotten the Republican turnout. So when you see people, Trump saying like, how dare a guy like DeSantis turn on me or, you know, have have an issue with me. It's no different what Trump has done to everybody around him, Barry. So the point is, people in politics want power and they know Trump can't get it for them anymore. He can't, dude. 
Well, if 70 percent of the country hates him, how are you winning this election? How are you winning it Jimmy, with a candidate 70 percent of the country hates? Jim, Jimmy, again, this is not in defense of Trump. OK, what I am saying is what I am saying is unless unless the again, the bushy side of the party does not stop the instigation. It's they're not instigating. We are ruined. The Republicans will not win in 24. Trump is going to take 10 to 20 million votes with him. He's not. I I, I swear to you. Barry, uh, all right, you you can tell me what you know. I respect your opinion, and thank you for sharing with the show. Call back anytime. Here's where we are, okay, as we run into this commercial break. We're up against a hard out. Okay, Andy Biggs is coming up from Arizona. He is inside that congressional huddle. We will, to take Barry's conversation a step further, ask him about the reality. Are the Republicans worried about losing 20 million votes if Trump's not the nominee? Listen, I'm open to considering any idea and any theory you have. I don't want you to think like I've got my opinion and you're done. I'll just tell you when we come back, as a guy who works in media, in the highest level of media, okay, which is stunning to say it. I'm not saying it to brag. I'm saying it because I'm shocked. Okay, the positions I find myself in on a daily basis, I'm like, whoa, I don't know what you got yourself into here, Jimbo, but I handle it because I'm a pro. And when I come back, I will give you the most inside baseball account of where the media, specifically the conservative media, stands on Trump and how they got there today. You're listening to the most addictive show on the radio. This is crack, rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous. Or cool or kid stuff. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. Going to have a quick you and me moment before we bring on Andy Biggs, and I'm going to get back to more of your calls. If you're on hold right now, going to have a quick chat with Biggs. He's got so many tough questions to answer. Don't worry. He's going to get off the phone fast. (laughs) He doesn't want to do this. It's a rough day to be a conservative doing any type of media because, you know, honestly, they underachieved in the midterms. Trump is causing a Republican civil war. And I'm just going to tell you this as a member of the media who knows every elite member of the media and talks to them all frequently. Okay, on the conservative side of the aisle, there are a lot of people who have access to Trump who like Trump, who have genuinely good relationship with him because people who know him personally find him to be very funny, very cool. And, of course, the president of the United States, there's certainly an allure in being around that sort of thing. Okay, but privately, people are trying to tactfully thread a needle between their friendship and their support of this man and the reality that they really believe conservative principles are better for this country. Ergo, they want to make sure we put ourselves in a position as a party to have a nominee that is electable. Again, when it comes to elections, it's not about who, you know, what you and me like the best. It's about what the majority of the country happens to say. So right now in elite media circles, we're all talking every day via text right now this morning over these meltdowns about DeSantis, about Glenn Youngkin, and we're genuinely saying, like, what is the guy doing? The guy's self-destructing. Um, and, and he is. He's right now – he's committing what's known as an unforced error. You know, for whatever you think of Ron DeSantis, I don't know that he's going to be the number two years, a really long time. Okay, yeah, Florida was great. He had a big night. But who the heck knows who's going to emerge between now and then? Who knows how the news cycle is going to change things for the better or worse when it comes to potential White House candidates? Right now, it's changing for the worse for Trump 
because of a lot of his most ardent supporters, people who really believe in him in the media, are privately all, you know, I'm just telling you this. We're all back channel texting each other saying, what the hell is this? And, uh, you know, people whose it would blow your mind to hear. And it's just because of what he's doing. He's committing unforced errors. And what you need to understand as someone who might love Trump, it's not that we're turning on him. It's that we're getting put into an impossible position. You know, that's that's the hook. So it's a very interesting time to be talking to the next guest who's coming up because Andy Biggs is as loyal and as supportive of Donald Trump as anybody. And I'm very interested in what he has to say about the future direction of the party and specifically these attacks that we're witnessing, because I'm telling you right now, uh, they don't help Republicans. And if your goal is to get Republicans back in the White House, you're going to want this guy to go play golf for a few weeks. It is Fox Across America, down here in East Texas, where they got the votes counted in one day. Population of about 29 million. Joining us now from the great state of Arizona, a superstar representative in the House of uh, Representatives, uh, the great Andy Biggs, joins us on the program. Yo, Biggs. Hey, hey Jimmy. How are you? Uh, no, I'm great. Uh, I know it has nothing to do with you, but make sure you tell everybody no rush counting the votes. Oh, heavens. Heavens. They, you, we, What's we going on? In, in Arizona. It's, it's manana, brother. We're waiting for tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, are they, and, are they using fingers and toes? Like, what's going on with this counting here? <laughs> hey, it's it's like a drummer. Uh, we got a bunch of drummers. That, it's tough to count past four. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just really it, uh, it's an it's an embarrassment, quite frankly. I mean, it's. Because it wasn't just the counting. If it was just mm-hmm. the counting, we'd say, okay, well, we've got, we're always a little bit slow, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was – they didn't even have the printer ink settings right, okay? Uh, think about that. You know, yeah. Two years, Jimmy. Two years, you got one job. you got to show up one day. It's got to be perfect <laughs> on that day. You could take the whole first year off and then practice every day for the next year, and you should be able to get it perfectly. Dude, no go. Fix, no go. This is like, this is like Punks of Tony Phil, the groundhog, forgetting to come out of his hole. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come out once a year. You got to come the one time. In this case, it's an every other year groundhog, and Phil still couldn't yeah. make it every other. What are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, oh. I think these guys need to, they need a new job. I mean, really, they – it's like uh, Nacho Libre, you know, yeah. they need new duties. They need new no. duties. You're making good points. So. Andy Biggs uh, joining us from the great state of Arizona. <laughs> Biggs, is it true? I was just reading an email. You're leading a rules and process change uh, conference for the 118th Congress next week. Is that the, is that the case? Uh, I, I don't, I'm not leading it, but I'm attending it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Maybe yeah. it was fed to me differently. I, I was giving you a vote of confidence yeah. that you clearly didn't deserve then. Is that what you're telling me? Hey, I, I deserve <laughs> every bit of confidence you have in me. So. <laughs> Which is none. I kid. Because usually you come on and make fun of me. Don't be so defensive. You know, I love you. Um, yeah. uh, is yeah. this... Now, what I'm being told from the scuttlebutt in Washington is that this might, you know... Uh, is essentially the mindset going into this thing that you're outlining a bunch of rules changes or the committee is, and as a way of telling Kevin McCarthy he's not going to get this leadership role if he's not on board with these changes, or what is the purpose of this? Well, yeah, we we do have a whole set of rules. Um, no, our, our our we don't. Whoever the speaker is, whether it's mm-hmm. it's uh, Pucks, you know Pucks the Honey Phil or whatever his name is, or <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, they need to open up to let the 
members of Congress actually represent their constituency. Do you realize, do you realize that we haven't had an ability in at least six years to go to the floor as a member of Congress and do an open amendment? We can't move to amend a bill on the floor. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. It's crazy. Only if leadership says. It's, it's nuts. And so we put that together with a whole series of, of, of some ideas that – and we actually wrote out the rules – that we think need to go in to allow every member of Congress to represent their constituency. How, how's that for a novel approach? We, do, we think that's pretty good. <laughs> good old, good, good old fashioned fundamental baseball is what you're playing out there, and we're fine with that. Um, but I'm reading because yeah. Mar- Marco Rubio sounds like they're a little upset with Mitch McConnell inside the huddle. Okay, I know you're in the house, but are they yeah. are they down on Republican leadership right now based on the results of the midterms? I know it's great that you guys are taking back the house, but I, I kind of get the feeling they were hoping for more. Well, yeah. I mean, I think everybody's um, dismayed and frustrated and and a little bit of uh, anger. I mean, look, you can't raise expectations constantly and everybody working together and because we did all work together. And then and then you walk off a plank and it's like, well, what happened? What? What? uh, Why did this not work out? And you can't fire the the whole team. I mean, this is this is the managers that they they probably need to be swept up and. And, and look, it, just so you know, McConnell pulled $17 million worth of funding in, mm-hmm. uh, in Blake Masters' race and Senate race in Arizona. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, that, well, that's what we're talking about is when you look at battleground spending, somebody like Masters gets about $9 million, Kelly gets 73 That doesn't really feel like leadership <laughs> is going to the mattresses <laughs> for the guy. You know, even Laxalt is probably outspent by four to one by Cortez Masto. I mean, if you're watching this at home, you know, you're hearing, hey, we got your back way back. Yeah, I'm behind you all the way. I'm sitting in my lounge chair at home while you're out there. No, it's 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 been awful to watch. And and so I think people are like, well, we've really had enough. It's it's time to 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 maybe let somebody else let another team lead us. Uh, yeah. and, and help us accomplish what we need to. We're under new management. That's what you're telling me. Andy Biggs is on under the line new management. from the Fighting Fifth yeah. Congressional District. He says, fire everybody. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, while we're in the middle of a full-fledged Republican food fight, you talk about working together. Do you feel like we're working together when Donald Trump is trashing Republican governors left and right? Can they put a shock collar around him? What's the deal? I can't explain it. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've been so busy uh, tracking what's happening in Arizona, and so busy uh, working with new members who were elected. You know, with mm-hmm. the, 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 the some some of the great members are going to be members of the House, but I haven't been paying attention to the food fight in Florida. So, um, I'm, you know, I, I just got a call on it. My first call on it, really. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I got it put on the spot on it a couple of days ago, but. Uh, but today I got a call on it some more, and and it's just you know, this is this is uh, I don't know I don't know what's going on there. I really don't know what's going on there. But the the reality is we need both both those guys, Trump and DeSantis, to help us uh, get through the next two, four, six years. Mm-hmm. We need to lay that foundation for twenty four. We need to then. We have the White House in 24, and then we need mm-hmm. to keep moving in the right direction if we're going to be a free nation. Otherwise, I mean, because I, it, you yeah. know, here's the deal, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. 
all kidding aside, the country's at an existential moment right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going one way or the other, and we need everybody pulling together to try to get to freedom. And 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 these guys need to work out their their problems down there. No question. We're talking to the great Andy Biggs from the Fighting Fifth Congressional District of Arizona. Uh, if you were advising Trump, not that he listens to advisors, but would you tell him to postpone his announcement next week? Would you tell him to wait till after the runoff in Georgia? Yeah, I would want to hold off a little bit um, uh, just because I, I think it's not a, the most propitious time for a lot of reasons, not the least of which um, there's going to be this this thing going on with the with the leadership and the voting in the House of Representatives at the same day. And, you know, if he if he's getting in, which I think he is, then he wants to make the biggest splash and the biggest splash. Um, might get offset a little bit by whatever goes on in the House of Representatives that day. Yeah, I could see, I could see that too. Um, last thing I got to throw at you, Biggs, before I let you go. I'm down here in East Texas, okay. and and they don't know the difference between hospitality and a hazing ritual. They have fed me within an <laughs> inch of my life, dude. And you need to know this because like, we always have fun conversations, you and me. Um, <laughs> It's it's this weird thing, and I just you've traveled the country, you know people, and I just it's so funny. Have you ever seen this before? Where it's they're the nicest people. I've never met nicer people, but I think it might be a fraud in that it's nice because they secretly are trying to kill me. Have you ever been around this level of hospitality? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I oh I have. Yeah, uh, they bring you out a a stack of pancakes. Each one's bigger than your head, and and yes. uh, you know, I say, thank you. Yeah, and then and you're you're struggling for an hour and a half to eat them. And next thing you know, hey, here's some more. <laughs> um, and don't forget, don't forget the the pound of bacon that we just fried up for you. They Dude. love you. They love they, they, you. They, they, they I, love you I, to death, baby. They love you to death. To death. To death. Can I tell you what they did today? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> they 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 got me like a hospitality gift. They got me a a margarita maker. But I don't mean like something from like linens and things. It's a homemade PVC pipe with a cooler and an engine. It's like a gas-powered margarita maker. And again, when you walk in and see that, you're like, oh, I'm flattered. I'm honored. But then you realize what's behind it is I'm about to go on the air. And to my credit, I haven't touched one of these things yet. Not that anyone would know the difference the way this show sounds. But the point is they're, they're, they're actively not only trying to kill me, but they're trying to like upend my broadcast career. And I don't appreciate it. So if you have any connections in Texas, I'm at, I'm requesting an airlift. It's like I was Biden left me behind in Afghanistan. Don't let this be my Afghanistan, Biggs. Pull some strings. That's oh, all I man. ask. I was going to tell him, pedal to the metal, keep it going. Jimmy's yeah, loving it. Jimmy's loving it. <laughs> you stop. Like, you know, in the great outdoors when John Candy's water skiing and uh, he's like, you <laughs> bastards. They're like, he said faster. Go faster. That's exactly what's going on. That's what's going on. So, Biggs, if we never, if we hey, never talk good. again, just just know that it's because of the Texans. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you know, uh, I love you every bit as much as they do. I want you to know that. Figs <laughs> is trying to kill me too. Listen, yeah, uh, that's something. Well, enjoy your uh, GOP food fight next week. Call me if you need backup, okay, brother? We'll do. <laughs> You're the best, buddy. Appreciate you. See you soon. There he goes, the great Andy Biggs from the Fighting Fifth Congressional District of Arizona. Going to get right back to your calls after this. Tackling issues of the day in an easy way. He's all man. He's a big, strong-looking guy. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. If you did not hear the Andy Biggs interview, we will be posting it a little bit later on today on the Fox Across America Facebook page. What Biggs just said is that everybody in elected leadership is hoping, is hoping that Trump will postpone his electoral announcement. Get him out of here. Get him out. There are obvious reasons why. We're going to get into them, but I'll jump back into your calls really quick. Kevin is out in Reno, Nevada. Yo, Kevin. Yes, we've met before at a radio station in Reno. And Have we ever? Yes, indeedy. Uh-huh. Um, um, go ahead. Listen, man, this, uh, this midterm election had nothing to do with Trump. I didn't go in there voting for Trump. I didn't go in there voting against Trump, and I don't think most people did. On the left, they um, did, not on the right. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, but it had nothing to do with the election. I okay. will say, mm-hmm. I will say it's the stupidity of the voter, and mm-hmm. here's why. Back in 2020, we had the female vote. Now, I'm not saying all of them. We had the mm-hmm. female vote against Trump because they didn't like his personality. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what killed him in 2020. Yep. This time around, we had the female vote voting for abortion. Because this is how the Democrat Party works. They use emotional causes to get women to vote their way. No and question. They scare them in voting their way. But can I just okay? jump in? I want to give you this, just just so you we're clear, because I do agree with your assessment of the Democrats. But suburban white women swung back to the Republicans by 25 points in this election. So, so abortion didn't really do what they're saying it did. Like the Republicans well, did better with suburban white women. Supposedly, with suburban white women, but what about the rest of the women? Mm-hmm. Well, they're okay, the bigger. Now. They're they're the bigger. They're the bigger block of voters. But no, it doesn't. I don't doubt that younger voters, minority voters, well, and again, Republicans did better with them tr- this time than they have traditionally. I think it's a lot of factors, and I don't think it's as simple as yeah, this is all Trump's fault. I mean, McConnell, give give me a break. McConnell should be thrown out immediately because he underfunded all the big races they're going to lose. So it's not. I'm not telling you like, hey, you know, screw Trump. It's all his fault. What I'm telling you is, as we look towards 2024, and and we're only looking so quickly because Trump said he's going to announce next week. Uh, we're in a position where we have to ask some really hard questions because no matter how much you might like Trump or I might like Trump, if 70 percent of the country hates the guy, he's not winning. Okay, two more things in this uh-huh. conversation with Of you. course. Okay. Number one, everyone I talk to out on the street says to me, boy, now I realize what it's like not having the Trump administration running this country. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. I want Trump back. That's okay? everyone you talk to. But his, his yeah, negatives, are, what I'm saying, is still 70%. Yeah. I, wear a Trump, I wear a Trump T-shirt, Make America Great T-shirt all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, now it's cold, so I don't do it. But every time I walk around with that thing on, I get more compliments than you can imagine, okay? Okay. Or they make the comments. But you're in northern Nevada. Now, if you walk through Philadelphia, if you walk through Detroit, if you walk through Milwaukee, where you need big precinct turnout for Trump, I don't know that you're going to get the compliments, you know? I understand it, but I think people can see the difference between Trump administration and Biden administration and what it's done to this country. I wanted okay. to think that going into Tuesday night, but they didn't. That's the problem. Like when you look at where inflation is at, okay, like it's almost like we're all living in our own bubble because we think everyone sees what we see. 
but they don't necessarily see it. Like the Democrats deserve to lose everything. They should have lost everything known to man. Now, the reason so many of the Trump losses are being highlighted is because, the, you know, the Republican Party kind of held its nose and went with a lot of people because they don't want to alienate the Trump support and they certainly don't want to alienate Trump. But Trump is putting him in a really hard spot right now, like going after Yunkin and DeSantis, because those are big states they need. And understand, Yunkin did not win because of Trump. Trump lost Virginia by 12 points in 2020, which is why Yunkin went out of his way not to campaign with the guy. I mean, he said it on my show like nine months ago. So I think, you know, we're in a dicey spot. And I'm not telling you get rid of Trump, screw him, he's got to go. I'm just telling you we have to have, you know, we got to be honest with ourselves between now and one of the elections. When I, have, when I listen to callers call on this show. Oh, they're okay, like, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And, and want to get rid of him after they voted for him and love him and all that good stuff. I sit there and say, well, you, you know, you're reacting exactly how the liberal media wants you to react. No, that's not what it is. It's they not. It's the, the liberal media. No, 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 no. I'm telling you this because I care. I mean it. The liberal media wants Trump to run really bad because they think they're going to beat him because his negatives are so high. I'm going to play a clip in the, at the top of the next hour of Joe Scarborough losing his mind on Republicans because he knows if Trump goes away, his ratings go away. Believe me, the liberal media does not want Trump to go away. The liberal media wants Republicans to say, yeah, this is our guy again because we're running with 35 percent support in the electorate. You know, that's the thing about Trump is he's got, uh, you know, his negatives are above 65 percent. So trust me, the liberal media doesn't want him to lose. Leave. I think it's the opposite because they're scared of him because he can pull a rabbit out of the hat anywhere in any place at any time. They're not not scared. Listen, I respectfully disagree. I respectfully disagree. I think we have women voters that that will uh, vote abortion over pocketbook. They need to get a life. They do. Listen, these people are uh, – don't don't ever forget for a second. The Democrats are idiots. They cater to low-information voters. They lied to them about abortion because okay. abortion isn't about to be banned. And you're right exactly. to say the lowest-information voter is not a Trump supporter. It's a Biden supporter. It's not even close. Yeah. But the, but we, we still need their help. That's the scary part. So we'll keep on keeping on well, on this one. And feel free to call back again. Mm-hmm. 888-788-9910. Matt is in Columbia. Yo, Matt. Matt, did I lose you in South Carolina? Yeah. Oh, where no, are you? Missouri. Oh, I, you're in Columbia, would, Missouri. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'll, I wouldn't be give caught, me. I wouldn't be caught dead in Columbia. I just use that for the because that's where the closest <laughs> biggest town. Well, I that's like the, the tough love. I like the tough yeah. love. Then um, but, uh, we have a minute. I just want to get your yeah. take in because I appreciate you waiting to talk. No, I appreciate you uh, giving me the chance to cut me out. Of hey, so what's the next election? Well, the general is the big one. No. See, you're oh, wrong. This is, everybody's missing this point. Yeah. Trump's already fighting the next election. The next election is the primary. So mm-hmm. who's his opponents? Mm-hmm. It's other Republicans. How did he win last time? Mm-hmm. He called them no energy, Jeb Bush, yeah. little Mark Rubio, and everybody loved it. And he was one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. This economy yeah. was amazing. On a pl- All of that's good. Was amazing. But, but what and they're afraid of now. Yeah, well, the next, that's what I think it's a little too soon. I'm not cutting Look, you off. The, the commercial's about to cut me off. Matt, you can make this point again. Call in any time. Uh, we take a quick break. we got a big hour coming up. More of your calls. And uh, you name it, it's happening. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, there it is. There it is. Getting ready for hour number three of Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon live from the legendary 75-year-old KTBB Studios, 97.5 FM, 
down here in Tyler, Texas. It's going to be a wild hour. Uh, Texas radio legend Paul Gleiser is going to join us, so I can formally thank him for the hazing ritual <laughs> that I've been subjected to along with my family. Jenny and Lincoln, radio's first family, going to wrap up our broadcast week. And, of course, we'll have some you and me f- uh, time on the phones. 888-788-9910. You know the rules. Uh, be a Republican, be a Democrat, just don't be a which is basically what Joe Scarborough is being. I'm going to play you a clip really quick to build on this conversation we've been having all week. And I'm going to qualify this for the billionth time. We've got bigger fish to fry right now than talking all week about whether or not Trump should be the nominee. But one of the reasons we keep having this conversation is because the Republicans underachieved on Tuesday night, and then Trump proceeded to bash everybody in the Republican Party, and he's kind of forced our hand, which has kind of forced a reckoning within the Republican Party because a lot of the leadership is really mad at him for what he did. They're frustrated that he might announce his not his you know run for the White House next Tuesday, which will absolutely overshadow Georgia's uh, runoff election on December the 6th. And people just want him to chill out. It's not, we hate you, Trump, go away, how dare you. Okay, but it's also not the media manipulating us into giving them what they want. Joe Scarborough who used to have Trump on every day, couldn't have him on enough in the run-up to the 2016 election, you know, ultimately pivoted and went the other way because he saw more gold in the hills by telling Trump he was Hitler. And eventually Trump stopped going on the show. That was not Joe Scarborough's call. That was Trump's call. Trump was like, screw you, I don't need you. I'm about to win the presidency. And I don't need to sit here and be called Hitler by a guy who had no problem hanging out with me for 20 years. It's like every other jackass, like the Howard Stearns of the world that turned on Trump. Even the Clintons. I understand he's running against them. But the Clintons went to Trump's wedding. Do you understand? Howard Stern went to Trump's wedding. Okay, The View. All those ladies went to Trump's wedding. Okay, the Rosie O'Donnells, they Barbara Walters, they all went to Trump's wedding. Elton John went to Trump's wedding. They love this guy. And then he was like, I'm running as a Republican. And they were like, he's literally Hitler. That's just how white folks will do you. And that's how they did him. But you understand, they do need Trump. Trump is Tony Montana in the movie Scarface. You know, at the end of Scarface, Pacino stands up in the restaurant and he's like, you need people like me to point your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. That's Trump. The media needs people like him so they can point their finger and say, that's the bad guy. Now understand If Trump were to disappear tomorrow, they're going to point their finger at somebody. Everybody who has ever run for the Republican nomination has gotten treated like Trump. Make no mistake about it. Okay, but Trump has been ratings gold on a level that nobody else was. Look at what's happened to CNN since Trump left the stage, since Trump left Twitter, since Trump left the White House. What happened to CNN? What happened to their ratings? Uh, Nothing short of just an... They fired half the network, okay? They're getting outrated right now by the Yule Log over at CNN. CNN is the worst. The absolute worst, okay? But they're, they're you know, hemorrhaging ratings because they have no Trump. Now, Joe Scarborough, who has said Trump is literally Hitler, Trump needs to go away, there's no place for this guy in elected leadership. Joe Scarborough is also now losing his mind simultaneously at the prospect of Trump going away. Why? Because he loses all the ratings if it happens. So you've got them yelling and screaming. Let me just make this clear so we're all on the same page. Nobody, and I mean nobody, in the media wants Donald Trump to go away. He knows what he's talking about. He's ratings gold. So when people are saying things on the right, like, oh, I don't know if Trump's the guy, he's attacking DeSantis, he's attacking Yunkin, people are mad. 
Okay, understand, they're not saying that because the media wants them to. The media does not want them to. They want Trump around so they can call him Hitler. And you want to know why else they want Trump around? Are you ready for it? Because they absolutely, positively believe that they can beat him. You're absolutely right. Okay, understand, if Trump announces next week, that's two years he needs to carry the electorate. That's two years he needs to carry our attention. That's two years of insulting people and being transactional towards the people who supported him the most. Every time you hear Trump say, oh, how dare DeSantis. DeSantis isn't doing anything. DeSantis isn't even responding to Trump's attacks. DeSantis is acting like a true leader, which is not dignifying things that are beneath him that serve no purpose to the people he was elected to lead. Ron DeSantis's job is to get Florida's economy on its feet. He's done that as the best economy in the country. It's to get the kids in education. It's to get crime under control. He's doing those things. That's why everybody's moving to Florida. Make no mistake about it, Trump helped Ron DeSantis a great deal in 2018, but now Donald Trump really doesn't have an impact on Ron DeSantis one way or the other, just the way he didn't have an impact on Glenn Youngkin. Okay, this is not me bashing Donald Trump. This is just me being honest with you about the direction of the Republican Party and whether or not we're going to take back the White House. So I just want that said before I get back into the calls. Bill is in Orange County, California. Yo, Bill. Hello. My man. Hey, living in Orange County. Everything good? Yes. All right, good. Everything is, uh, we got blue skies and clear, nice weather. I want to shout out to first our veterans. It's their day. Thank you for that. And I want to follow that up by saying shout out to Jimmy Fallon, who's proof that life experience is the best education that one can ever have. Man, oh boy, oh man. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I thank you for the compliment, but I am not advocating for anyone to have most of my life experiences because they were a little out there. <laughs> it was, no, I, I I've seen some things. But, <laughs> but, but, it, but just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want you to know that I defend Trump amongst all of my uh, mm-hmm. educa- overeducated, overindulged, <laughs> liberal, you know what. Yep. However, I defend him because of the results, not his personality. The problem is that he is such a lightning rod for negativity mm-hmm. that when he runs, we will lose no matter how right he is. His results as president will go down historically as one of the best presidents ever. Mm-hmm. My analogy is, <clears throat> since he's a golfer, is that he's just been appointed the guy to run the Ryder Cup. He's mm-hmm. the world's greatest golfer. He can win his match, no doubt. He's got to make a decision to put the team in that will win the Ryder Cup versus him winning his own contest, yeah. his own yeah. tournament. Yep. So I I, uh, I don't know if that analogy holds up. But no, I, I get what guy, you I get what you mean. He's the, he is certainly taking a lot of shots at the other golfers that should be on his team. And I think that's what a lot of people are expressing frustration at this week is the Republicans have a huge election coming up in Georgia. And just like the last Georgia special election, if it becomes a conversation about whether or not they stole 2020 from Trump, which is all he likes to talk about, they're not going to win this Herschel Walker race. Okay, the Democrats are going to spend big money. And if it's truly going to determine the outcome of the Senate, 
you know, Trump is hurting the party right now. That's why people are mad. It gets not, you know, about anything else. It's just about people want to win this Senate seat and they don't know that they can. And if he's going to cost you the Senate, he's certainly going to cost you the White House. You know, it's like an old dog. You love the thing. It's been great to you. But if it's now doing terrible things in the House, at some point you have to kind of, you know, send it to a nice farm where it can play every day. Or at least that's what you tell the kids. Um, Two analogies. I think between the two of us, we sort of made sense. If McConnell is making the decisions to not invest the money that you pointed out, then we got to change that. He's got to go. McConnell has absolutely got to go. McConnell sucks. So I'm with you on that, too. Great call, my man. Keep playing good ball out there. Uh, Carl is in Rylander, Wisconsin. Yo, Carl. Hey, how are we, Jimmy? We're doing it. We're holding it together down here in Texas. It's been touch and go, but, you know, we're getting by. What do you think now? Uh, I, I know I've pissed off a lot of callers. I don't know where you weigh in on this. Well, I, I'd just like to say as a as a 20-year submarine Navy veteran well, on the boat thing and why, why it's taking so long out there. So you're telling me we can put people on the moon in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. We can have a TV show like The Voice, or not not The Voice, The American <laughs> Idol, where the entire nation can vote three times like a Democrat. Wait, sorry. Um, <laughs> vote three times. Vote three times in a matter of a commercial break. We've got to mm-hmm. wait two weeks or a little longer for election results out there. Anyway, that's silly. We, I know we can do better as a country, and it's got to get fixed. Yeah, here's, that's crazy. Here's my spin on, on Mr. Trump, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge supporter, still am. Good. Still got a Trump 2024 flag flying in my yard. Boom. But it's time for him to take a back seat. I think that he cost the red waves that everybody was expecting. In mm-hmm. those 10 days leading up to the election— he had the, one of the one of the rallies. He made a comment. I'm going to make a huge announcement next week. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Monday before the election. Same thing on the 15th. There's going to be a huge announcement. I think you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Now, just bear with me here. I believe it was roughly June of 2015 that Trump announced he was going to run. Mm-hmm. The media picked up on him. They've been bouncing off his forehead, browbeating us at Trump this, Trump that every single day. What is that? A little over seven years. Yep. I think the middle voter, both sides, Republican or Democrat, in this case, obviously more Republican, I think they're tired of hearing about it. See, he was, the, yeah. I think, the best president we've ever had. He but I great, think man. when he made those announcements, I think just enough Republicans said, no, I don't want to deal with it anymore. This is the thing, really quick, because you're making a you're making a really solid point here. In all of those key battleground states, like when they ran against, say, Blake Masters, or even here in, where I'm from in New York, where they ran against, um, you know, Lee Zeldin, all of the campaign ads were about Trump. That's what they do. This guy's endorsed by Trump. He's an election denier. He's this and that. Now we might you know, be able to point out ourselves, hey, the Democrats denied an election. Hey, they're ridiculous. But the voters make their own choice. Let's be one thing if we could choose for them, you know, but these people get to make their own choice. And the the point I'm trying to make to all of our listeners is like, hey, I get that you're, you know, you love Trump and you're betting with your heart here because you want him to win and get revenge on the Democrats. But remember this, okay, there's 70 percent of the people who hate the guy. I don't know how you get around that because they're not they're not going to get out of bed tomorrow and be like, you guys were right. I was wrong. That's not how it works in this day and age. So this, I, this I think you what, make good points. This is what I would like to see Trump do. I'd on, on Tuesday, I'd like to make an, make an announcement saying I'm not going to run. I don't Whoa. think that'll happen, but that's no, what I'd like no. to see. <laughs> Yo, I actually um, just got a I message would, from would, Trump. Hold on. Trump <laughs> just sent me a message from, uh, from him to you. Are you ready for it? Because he, yeah, he, oh he just sent it. I, I, I have to hear it is, Carl. Here you go. Get him out of here. 
Get him out. We'll talk soon, brother. Be well. I love you. <laughs> Carl getting thrown out by the president. Uh, quick break. More of your calls after this. It's the number one children's show in the country. He's a lot better at radio than he is being a dad. Oh, snap. It's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We are live in Tyler, Texas at KTBB Studios. Uh, where ZZ Top, we just bumped in on, they happen to record a lot of their seminal work down absolutely, here in Tyler, Texas. Absolutely, they did. The old saying is, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I don't know which category this man falls into, <laughs> uh, but he is the owner of KTBB Radio. He is a Texas radio legend. You heard him host the show yesterday. He is back today to get yelled at with me about Trump. Paul Gleiser is here. Hey, hey, man. hey, hey. How are you doing, man? As, as <clears> always, <throat> thank you for the hospitality and screw you for the hospitality. Yeah, well, that's how it works. The failures are coming up later. I don't know what kind of broadcast shape Lincoln is in because he was greeted by, is it a margarita maker? The, the, no, the, the margarita maker. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, it's made with an igloo chest and a garbage disposer. For real, is that what For that real, is? For real, it's a garbage disposer that grinds up the ice. You, oh put, you pour God, all sir. you pour all the ingredients and ice into the the igloo cooler, <laughs> and it goes through the garbage disposer and out PVC pipe. <laughs> With a valve. <laughs> so, guys, if you're at Papa Sita's later for the meet and greet in Longview, and you're wondering why Lincoln's wearing a toga, uh, <laughs> you can you can thank Mr. Gleiser. Now, Paul has returned to the battlefield today because he guest hosted yesterday. We were having this Trump conversation on the air, and uh, I didn't want to take all of these uh, arrows and bullets alone. So, Paul has volunteered to take oh, the beating. I, listen, with me. I've taken a little beat of a little bit of a beating. <laughs> But let's just be clear before we get in two quick calls, okay? Yeah. We're not making the case that Trump is bad and that Trump isn't better than whatever the Democratic alternative is. Trump is vastly better than Way what better. we have, than what we got. I mean, mm-hmm. vastly better president but than a, what we have. But a lot of people are reading this as like we work for Mitch McConnell and MSNBC. Oh, God, nothing could be further than the truth. No, no, not unless we get a check under the door. No, yeah, 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 <laughs> you, yeah, have to, you have to show me a lot of money. Listen, you know, I, said, I said in my column this morning uh, that, you know, that it was Trump that caused the scales to fall from our eyes and get us to ask ourselves, how did we ever get enthusiastic about Mitt Romney? Ever. Except that's so you know, funny. Why the hell were we ever enthused about Mitt Romney? Isn't that embarrassing? And it took Trump coming along mm-hmm. for us to understand what the problem was. Yes, it was the establishment in both parties, absolutely but, our, but our, true. our own mainly. Okay? Well, yes, absolutely. So we get it. So we're not disparaging Trump so much as we're having an honest conversation because we need to win over the whole country, not just the strongholds that agree with what we're saying. Now, Matt is local. He's here in Tyler, Texas. Let's let Matt Bat lead off. Matt, are you there? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Paul. How are y'all doing? We're, we're good. good kind of good. I'm touch and go because of this margarita maker, but Paul's fine. Well, Paul, first thing, you need to keep old Bill Coates on the line. He, he's a great dude. <laughs> We love Coates. Billy Ray's a great guy. Yeah, we're very we're very pro Coates on this show. But Matt, can you give me a quick take? Because I only have three minutes. Where are you at on the DeSantis Trump thing? We're just keeping a tally. Man, I'll be honest with you. I'm more leaning towards DeSantis. I mean, okay. I lo- I love Trump. I- I'm 49 years old, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, and this is going to be controversial, but in my opinion, the three best presidents we've had so far in my lifetime have been Ronald Reagan. Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'm a Republican. I, I mean, but yeah, no, it's fine. You know, the second half of the Clinton presidency was a, was a very effective administration. Oh, especially if you were selling cigars. Yeah. I mean, there Come was some on, money man, to be made. Come on, you got to go there. Come on, Glasser, two of us. It's we're like a trying to show. have a serious discussion no, with not. Matt No, here. we're not. Matt, Matt is a sharp Matt's, guy. Matt, Matt's trying I, to Matt, t- educate us. I, no, I appreciate your position on that. You know, it takes a big but person to give any Democrat credit. And I never, and I did not vote for Clinton. And... You know, I love Trump, but honestly, I don't think he's electable right now. That's the problem. That is the problem. It's, it's we could all love the guy and think his policies are good, but there's 70% of the country that we ain't convincing, dude. You know, how many times I have conversations say, I hate Trump, I hate Trump. I said, well, what about policy? What about – you can't you, you I, can't ever get I, over I, the – Listen, I, I said this to a caller yeah. later. I said, let's put it in Trump terms. Let's say we, for whatever reason, were really attracted to Rosie O'Donnell. Okay? <laughs> okay? There's no way we're getting the rest of the country to make her Miss Universe. That's you know exactly, what I mean? There we no go. matter how much we there love you, her, no matter how go. much we think she's better than – and Mrs. Chicago or whoever the hell she's got to run against. Matt, you're a brilliant man. Go ahead. One more point if you got to make it really quick. Well, I mean, like in 2016, I didn't vote for Trump. I voted mm-hmm. third party because I didn't think Trump was a true mm-hmm. conservative. I thought mm-hmm. he was a Democrat and both mm-hmm. clothing. In 2020, I voted for him. And I don't see anybody out there that is more conservative than him right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't see anybody that's less electable than him right now. You can't implement policy if you can't get elected. You stuck the landing. Great call, Matt. We'll do it again, brother. Really quick, i got to get Kristen in Columbus because Jenny Fail is an Ohio girl. And I'm going to have a big problem if I don't get the Ohio people onto the, onto the air. Chris, are you there? Yes, sir, Jimmy. My man. Uh, this, your, Je- Jenny um, Fela insisted I put you through, or I was going to have big problems. So, uh, man, you need to come. You need to come to Columbus. I'd love to see you, man. I listen every day. Oh, I'm going to be at the Columbus Funny Bone this spring. We haven't picked a date yet, and uh, I'm going to be doing a date out in St. Mary's, Ohio, uh, for the reopening awesome. of their theater. But uh, we, yeah, we'll have some you and me time. But I got 30 seconds. Can you just give me and Paul uh, a Trump DeSantis cl- uh, take in 20 seconds? Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the Republicans are really dropping the ball here. Mm-hmm. Um, why wouldn't they put Trump and DeSantis in a room, work it out, run them on the same ticket? We got the White House locked up. Very doable. Very doable. Brilliant call. We're back with the failers. It is Fox Across America. You're about to hear from Jenny Fallon, and of course the biggest star in all of talk radio, according to him anyway. Actually, according to some of our listeners. We're down here at KTBB in Tyler, Texas. Last night we did a phenomenal event at the Broadcasting Museum in Kilgore. And uh, i got to be honest with you, there was a lot of love for George from Queens, and he joins us now to discuss it. What is up, Link Man? What's up? Hi, Jenny. Hi. And Paul Gleiser still in the studio, sort of chaperoning this thing. But uh, you could say hello if you got anything left in you. I got nothing. Uh, no, okay, really good. <laughs> Get him out of here. And there goes the Trump Get him out. Get him out. Uh, I basically brought you two into the studio. Normally, you'd come on and close the show because it's Friday, but you're here for your own safety. How out of control has the hazing been here in terms of the hospitality? The hospitality hazing, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah definitely. Wonderful. Like, it's, it, for the first five minutes, you're like, wow, these Texans are really nice. By like the 10th minute, you're like, we got to get the F out of here. Well, that's only because we're used to New Yorkers who yeah. want no t- you know, nothing to do with you. <laughs> New York, like, where the middle finger is a greeting. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lincoln, can you confirm that you haven't gotten into that margarita maker outside? Uh, yes. 
<laughs> you are wearing one of my sports coats, which would lead people to believe maybe you did. Mm. But He's no, trying to look older. You're keeping it clean. How did you yeah. like meeting your public last night? Uh, it was pretty cool. And we got to shout out Cheryl at Bucky's, who knew who you were. I yeah. thought that was yeah. really cool. She's like, oh, is that George from Queens? So Cheryl, if you're out there, don't judge us because we spent $114 at Bucky's. <laughs> and we don't have – do we have any of it left? Some of it. How was Bucky's everything you dreamt it would be? It was really cool. It was really cool. We spent, uh, I mean, we bought brisket sandwiches, Bucky's clubs. Lincoln needed his own personal bag of chips. Lincoln, you could sit in that bag of chips, but you <laughs> ate it. We got chocolate covered everything. Yeah. They yeah. actually chocolate covered my Amex when I was checking out. They deep fried <laughs> it. They chocolate covered it. They're like, you don't want to chew on this on the flight. I'm like, thanks, Bucky. But yes, we got the. Uh, the Bucky's diet comes in two types, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, as you know. And we went to the special kiosk where they saw off your foot right at the register yeah. so you don't have to make a trip back. But yeah. God love Bucky's. Lincoln, are you happy to be back in Texas? Yeah. Has it, isn't it just the best energy? Yeah. See, I love bringing you here because this is what I grew up in. Like, this is what the 80s were. Like, everybody loved, you know, America. Nobody was, like, picking garbage fights. And, yeah, everybody was armed. Everybody in Texas yeah. is everybody. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. Well, I feel and how- safer with everybody armed here than I do in New York. Oh, gosh, I know. <laughs> uh, and how awesome was the broadcast museum? I wanted you guys oh, to weigh oh, in yeah. on that. Go ahead. Definitely. The ESPN satellite truck. Yeah. And then they had one of the cameras from old Yankee Stadium, too. They did from WPIX. Yeah. Channel yeah, the Yan- when, when the Yankees were on Channel 11, by the way, it's funny. They they uh, they couldn't have gotten rid of that camera fast enough. That camera's recorded <laughs> a lot of New York history. None of it good. Because the era of the Yankees on PIX, Lincoln, like, you know the old joke I used to say, the Yankees, if you get there early, you can play. Mm-hmm. If you showed up to Yankee Stadium in the 80s with a mitt, you might have pitched a game. <laughs> they had no, like, you know the pitching staff's bad when they're putting up goalposts in the outfield. Like, that's how high the scores were. And uh, it was it was so cool to me to go there and to see you there. And there was this awesome piece of history. They had the camera there uh, that recorded, that broadcast to the world. Paul, can you explain this? Can you get back on mic quick? Yeah. So that camera that we're looking at at the Broadcast Museum. It's an RCA black and white camera. It was the pool camera that was in the basement of Dallas City Hall. It belonged to KRLD-TV Channel 4 in Dallas, now KDFW-TV Channel 4, the CBS affiliate at the time. It's a Fox affiliate now. It was an early CBS affiliate, and it was the pool camera for coverage of the, well, the Kennedy assassination. They put it in the basement of Dallas City Hall because Lee Harvey Oswald was being transferred from, from Dallas police custody to the mm-hmm. Dallas County Sheriff's custody when he was charged with murder in the state of Texas. And when that transfer never happened because Jack Ruby swooped into the shot and shot Lee Harvey Allegedly. Oswald. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> we accept that camera. The whole world saw it happen, and it was that camera. That broadcast. That camera, and he and Chuck Conrad at the Texas Broadcasting Museum has the camera. What it was? It was outrageous. So um, cool. You the, could go and spend hours. I want to go back and see even more. It was and, awesome. And, and Lincoln. So let me ask you this: because Lincoln spent some time playing Atari, were you a little underwhelmed by my video games? Oh uh, well, I mean, I rec- I definitely recognized Pac-Man, but it took me a minute to figure out how to like play it. The it old school like, yeah, joystick, with the different controls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pac-Man's way different now. You can't Pac-Man, you know, because we used to have Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Now it's they Pac-Man. You know, you can't. You can't just assume. Pac them. Pac, Pac them. them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Lincoln, you can't assume a gender. Uh, but if you're just joining us, Lincoln Fela, Jenny Fela are down here with me in Tyler, Texas. We're doing a live meet and greet at Papacitas in Longview after this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we need more margaritas in our life. Yeah, and Lincoln, you're gonna get them. Lincoln, how do you feel about driving from here to Longview, Texas? <laughs> uh, every other things we ate, we should point out. Uh, I think the best thing we ate pound for pound was what? 
Oh, we Randall's ain't ribs. Thank you. Yeah. Very well said. Randall, if you're out there listening to the show, is the best spare rib maker. And, and, and I don't even think you're insulted by me saying that. No, not at all. He's that good. That good, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not even an insult. No. It's like, you know, the men you dated before me, they don't even put up a fight. They're like, <laughs> you know what? We can't contest this election. The right. guy's that good. That's Look at him. Exactly He's got right. the taxi license, the gut. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, how do, we, how do we compete with that? The guy, you know, look at the guy. He's like a uh, walking, talking before model. Uh, but Lincoln, I want to get your feedback on some other things we did locally that were really good. Uh, a Rudy's breakfast taco. It's pretty good. Solid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, the one we liked, it was a four-ingredient taco. It was egg, cheese, potato, and it was a crumbled sausage. Is that what it was? That's um, the one you guys liked the best, yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then just we, you know, everything else was just chocolate. And then last night we made it to Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Uh, you know, I know the burger is the star, but we love the fries. The fries are good at Whataburger. And it was so – do you want to weigh in on this? Are you mad at us or something? Did no. we just defend your local <laughs> no. sensibility? No, except all, all of my other advertisers that, that aren't Whataburger, I just want to say it's not that you don't like all those other guys. Oh, we'll eat it. Send it. Tell us where to go. <laughs> yeah, if exactly. there's one thing we've been consistent on while we've been on your air is we have patronized every establishment that advertises on this station to try it, to talk to people. If you go to a DQ in Texas, uh-huh. it's different than a DQ anywhere else in the country. Sold? Really? DQ in, <laughs> Sold? A DQ in Texas is its own realm. Really? Ah. Yes, it absolutely Well, we is. like the neon lights. Lincoln told yeah. us it looked like a strip club. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now, DQ, we love you. We'll go find a DQ in yeah, Texas you know, while we're here. A DQ in Texas is a different experience than a DQ anywhere else in the country. Le- can you second that, Lincoln? Will we go? Uh, we'll go. Yeah, sure. Will you take your immense star power to a DQ in Texas? Yeah. Ah, uh, Lincoln Fela, <laughs> you're really funny. You look great in my jacket, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Paul put us up in a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. Like you guys got lucky, man. Because I got to, you know, it's you know, as I say, it's a long season. Nobody goes undefeated. Yeah. We don't always stay in that quality of brand new hotel. Yeah, no, where, it's beautiful. Where they're Fox fans, they say oh, hello really? to you, yeah. check in. Yeah. You know, it's, fa- it's another fascinating thing we noticed as Fela's is local establishments here in Texas have Fox News on TV. Which we don't get a lot of in New York. I know. I listen. If you if you step outside my office at Fox, they're showing CNN. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like we don't want to show this. Are you kidding me? Now it's cool to be in a place that really is like truly patriotic, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to be here uh, on Veterans Day of all days because I grew up. I grew up in Texas for all intents and purposes. I grew up in Long Island in the '80s, mm-hmm. where everybody was a, someone who fought for the country. That was in on the joke that we had hit the lottery by virtue of the fact that we lived here. Yeah. And I always feel like every day is Veterans Day when you're in Texas because people get it and they appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, Lincoln, you grew up in, uh, you know, basically you go to the Clark Middle School, and most of your veteran experience comes from playing Flo- Fortnite on the Xbox. But do you think kids your age appreciate the country as much as kids, you know, my age did when I was your age? Do you no. Th- really? Yeah. And why do you say that? Because of all the negativity? In the yeah, definitely. Politics, the parents? Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe, I don't know, re-educate the kids? Start cracking skulls, Joe Clark Get style? expelled from my school. <laughs> Wow, are, well, are you still allowed to say you like? Do they still say the pledge in your school? Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. And I know you have some 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 faculty at your school that actually likes Fox, right? Yeah. Now, what percentage of your faculty do you tell your dad works at Fox News, and what percentage? None. No. <laughs> they, if they they'll tell me, like they'll be like, "Oh, I saw your dad on the five the other night," or something like that. But uh-huh. I won't go out of my way and tell people. No. I, I like getting good grades sometimes. So. <laughs> He told his homeroom teacher that I, that his dad is Jeffrey Epstein, just to play it safe. He's like, I don't want to. Fox News, what? 
That you know that is so wrong. I got a daughter that's about to finish up at Tulane. She's about to get to the finish line, and she has gone there for four and a half years, uh-huh. finishing a five-year ma- your master's program in four and a half. It's got to brag, wow. brag. But in mortal terror that the the faculty and her friends at school will find out what her dad does for a living. Isn't that crazy? Well, listen, I don't want to mm-hmm. say you're the greatest male dancer in the world. You know, I mean, you're decent. I get it. I mean, the tragic Mike over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got moves. Don't get me wrong. But I get I, I'm kind of with your daughter yeah. on this yeah. one, Pfizer. Yeah. We're down in KTBB in Tyler, Texas. The radio station turned 75 yesterday. Had quite a birthday party. Uh, We love the museum. Uh, We've loved the food. We've obviously loved the hospitality, but we're a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Tonight we're going to Papacitas. Uh, That sounds uh, like a wild time in Longview. I was told, are we going to make the Country Tavern? Sure. Oh, we're going to the Country Tavern, Lincoln Fela. This is a big night for the Fela family. So essentially, I'm supposed to be on TV Monday with Bill and Dana Perino. That's the schedule, America's Newsroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm in big trouble. Not that they won't have me on the air, but you know the makeup team gets mad at me on Mondays. Because yeah. I come in so fat and bloated from all the food I eat on the road. <laughs> and if this ends with a trip to the Country Tavern, I'm going to be getting screamed at. They, 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 they threaten to start billing me for all the concealer they have to put on my face. <laughs> like, we're going to charge you. Lincoln, could we switch faces? Because if we had your handsome face and my brain, we'd have a shot in life. Mm. Doesn't He looks handsome, though. He gets, he's getting checked out by the ladies now. Aww. What else have we learned on this trip? Lincoln, Lincoln, you really do. You're turning heads. I noticed the reaction to you. And I resent it, personally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Come on, man. So he always tries to box you, give you a little oh, yeah. fat lip or something. Me and Lincoln have fought a lot on this trip. We like the slap box. Mm-hmm. It's a good old Mike Vecchione joke, Lincoln. Mike Vecchione's a great comic. He goes, yeah, my dad taught us to box when I was 12. He's like, it wasn't until I got older that I realized he was just beating the S out of us. <laughs> <laughs> he was just using it to escape, to uh, you know, to, to get his uh, you know kicks. But we also learned that your mom is a bit of a fountain enthusiast. Is she oh, not? yeah, definitely. <laughs> You guys leave me alone. Can you explain the story? So we were in the airport, and we we were just trying. It was like 4 in the morning or something like that. It was really early. We were eating our breakfast, and there's this fountain at the airport in one part of it. And it was going off, and people just had their backs turned. They were, like, doing, like, their work and stuff, and she was going crazy. She was getting, like, annoyed at them. She said she was going to go over and talk to them. She was like, not. Like, she's getting very. How could they? How could they sit here and not appreciate this? She was like, out. She was mad at one point. She well, t- I was a she, little irritated that they were sitting in the prime spot and not paying attention. But to it. it's she, a very cool fountain. It's she not went over the same. to two four-year-old girls and turned their chairs around and made them face the fountain. <laughs> then she took their candy. She took their candy. <laughs> well, that I might have done. Threatened to put them in the fountain if they didn't show some appreciation. So at LaGuardia Airport, they've which used to be. Third world mm-hmm. at best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, like, if you've never experienced flying out of the old LaGuardia, punch yourself in the nuts and put $200 into a fire. And that was essentially the experience. <laughs> well, the new LaGuardia is really nice. And they brought in this high-level fountain that me and Lincoln have seen once before. Yeah. So we weren't as blown away as Jenny was. It was beautiful. Videotaping. They have she like was a, crying. <laughs> they have a projection on it. There's music. It goes to the – it was really cool. Yeah. So you realize where that water is coming from at LaGuardia Airport. It's being piped straight out of the men's room. Probably. Jenny, but... that's why nobody wants to sit near it. It's a urinal with a hologram on it. And me and Lincoln know better. We get to smell enough bum pee walking the streets of New York. But Jenny's like, oh, yeah, come on down. 
didn't love it, you know, couldn't yeah. love it hard enough. And then we've just been on like a bender, but we we do love it. It's really cool to have you guys on the road. I know I've been saying that a lot. And it's been uh fun. really? We, <laughs> 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 well, this is what happened. This has been if you guys really want to be inside the Fela family drama cuz I oh, tell boy. the audience everything. Here we go. Uh the rental car situation. Yep. So, Enterprise, if you're listening, we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, when we got to the Dallas airport, for whatever reason, um, the car I got into, uh, I'm not going to name the carrier for this particular yes. rental, uh, but the company I was renting the car from gave me like a 1981 Datsun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. I actually took it because I was in a rush to go get you guys who were at the baggage claim so I could get down here and do my radio show. Mm -hmm. But I basically drove a, a mile and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I've given these people a lot of money. I'm not a diva. I mean, I drove a, a yellow taxi for, like, 10 years. You know what I mean? I get it. I said, but, like, if the price is the same, I'd like to at least get something from the 90s. <laughs> so I went back, and I've negotiated our way to a phenomenal. It is mm -hmm. a, a Wagoneer, a Jeep yeah. Wagoneer. It's like a 2023. I mean, it's Beautiful. so new. Yeah. It's it's so new, you know. But it's, it's nice that you haven't really talked about it all weekend. Either, the, I have so for Jenny, all the airtime the fountain got, I have not shut up about this <laughs> rental car. But I'm just proud of myself for, for you know recalibrating and getting it you right were in life. Karen, and it worked. Champ we, made some moves. <laughs> the champ made some moves. But sometimes Lincoln, if you're not getting the quality you want, you have to recalibrate. Which brings me to our marriage. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's about time, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's gone. I've been waiting for this. Lincoln, who would you live with if mommy walks out the you. door? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Listen, great. You know why? Because it would. Win win. Win win. Hold on a second. You are so mean to me. We got a message for you, Jenny. Uh, get her out. Get her out of here. I'm kidding. Trump said get her out. <laughs> no, he didn't. More with the failures. Quick break. Jenny is not out. She is in, unfortunately, when we come back. A show with substance and style. This is my oldest guy in the boy band look. It's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. He's a good looking Italian. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, a man who got to celebrate the KTBB 97.5 FM 75th anniversary last night in, down here in Tyler, Texas. <laughs> that is George from Queens, Lincoln Fela, taking over the show here on Fox Across America. That was well done, man. Going off script and everything. Wow. Look at the I, I riff. I told him what to say. He didn't say any of none it. None. Come on, Lincoln. I love it. The guy's going rogue already. You really are taking over the show. Me, me uh, the Jackson Three, we're down here in East Texas. Uh, we have to give a shout-out to DeVille Kitchens. They record a commercial that we heard in the car yesterday. Do you want to describe it, Jenny? Oh, it was just so – it was Trump's voice. It just – you go ahead. It was just so funny. So DeVille Kitchens has, I guess, a Trump impersonator, you know, pitching their DeVille Kitchen remodels and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But he's not only so spot on with his command of the Trump vernacular, mm -hmm. but they also wrote in some good jokes about, well, that's why the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. They were so <laughs> blown away by the quality of the kitchen. <laughs> DeVille Kitchen, if you're listening, take a bow. I just thought it was such a phenomenal ad. Well, and the cabinets are made here, not in China. Yeah, like, not you know, China. Really, yeah, and we had a, And we had a good laugh. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln, where are you on Trump? Because I know the, there's a lot hanging in the balance. I don't need you to turn on him. Uh, do we need to wait it out and see how it I plays out? I want him out? to come back. Lincoln, <laughs> you know he does. The Trump man, if you're listening, you're never, you're not, it's going to take a lot to lose the link man. Yeah. We've been having this conversation all week, not saying like we hate Trump or we're mad at him because you know we're not. 
Uh, but we're just trying to figure out what to do in like 2024. But you say he has the Clark Bring Rams back, vote. Yeah. You want more Trump. Are you just trying to own the libs or what is this about? Well, I, I feel like I didn't really – I was too young to appreciate him in office. So I want to be able to like actually appreciate him. No, you appreciated him plenty. I was getting death threats for both of us every day when you come <laughs> on my show. Like, it would be like, but like Trump the, rules. Go the ahead. stuff he would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want more Trump because you just want the roast. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we should like see if Trump will co-host a radio show with us. Mm. Or maybe the Link Man. Would you would you co-host with Trump, or would you not let him get a word in? I would get expelled so quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's a little dicey. Where are you on this whole idea of starting the Link and Fail a podcast? We haven't had this discussion. Are you too busy lifting weights? I have, a, like, a ton of stuff with, like, schoolwork and, like, lifting and basketball. Wow, that doesn't that sound like a yes to me, Jenny. Oh, no, it does not. Well, if whatever you work at, if it's a podcast or whatever, if you throw in the level of work you've thrown into l- turning Lincoln around, the last time Lincoln was at KTBB, with your mop, you look like the toughest girl in prison. You did. You were like you had like this weird female mullet. You were chunky. You were a little chunky monkey. And now you're in shape. You're like an Adonis. Like chicks are checking you out. Do you want to be my trainer? I'm I just, asked him too. I said, "Follow me around and tell me what to eat." You're gonna pay Lincoln to smack the sandwiches yeah. out of your Whenever hand. Whenever I, I talk so. to you about anything, though, you say like what I do. Like you don't like it, though. You're yeah, like, I know because you're mean about it. Because he's a tough. Yeah, he's like the Gordon Ramsay of trainers. Yeah. It's like who made this? It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you got to link Lincoln stay on it though stay on it between hey. you I'm kidding the show is over we are headed to Papacitas in Longview Texas a big fat special thank you radio hug to Paul Gleiser and all of these KTBB East Texas lunatics we're heading to the bar it is happy hour happy Friday everybody the show is over be a Republican be a Democrat just don't be a Jimmy Fallon you're the worst Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.